Without Tony Stark's fateful capture in Afghanistan, the age of Iron Man would never come to pass. Though the man was saved, a hero was lost, and a villain was given a new chance. Mr. Stark, were you injured in the attack? No, but I did spill my drink. Listening to a bite of where we take our current favorite pop culture obsession and enjoy it one nibble at a time. And as you may very well may know, I, I said that wrong. <laughs> God, starting off real strong. <laughs> what is wrong with me lately? The last like three episodes, I've been real stumbly with my words. Don't it's okay. It. Yeah. What if we We're all support that. you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. It's another timeline where you stumble on your words. What if? <laughs> And as always, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at AbideFPod. We have a Patreon. We have Apple subscriptions. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> if you want bonus content, bonus episodes, you can find us there. Or if you just want to support the show and get some free stuff, that's that's there. And we also have merch that we are redoing in the process. And some of the merch on there is going to go away. So if you like something, you've been eyeing it, you might as well get it. For a second, I thought you were going to say apple pie. Instead of app, like Apple Podcast, whatever you said. And I was like, excuse me? season. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. We need a season. bite of apple pies. What do you mean? Like McDonald's? We could just go get McDonald's apple pies and just put our logo on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> ship them. They'll be Ew. fresh as a daisy. Well, hard as a brick. <laughs> use it as a paperweight. Yeah. We'll shellac them. Oh, you can only use it for like a week and then you have to throw it away. <laughs> Even with the shellacking? I don't know. I don't know what shellac is. It's, um, you know, like decoupage <laughs> or resin, resin, resin. You're saying fake words right now. No, no. Those are real. No. <laughs> those are real. As a, as a crafter kid, those are real. Lanyard, yes. Box stitch, yes. Okay. You know? No, I'm not a crafter. I'm not, um, you know, making it, guys. You should watch <laughs> that show. <laughs> that was such a quick switch and I loved it. I'm just saying, making it, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman, love both of them. Absolutely. Amazing human beings. Yep. It's on Hulu. There's three question mark seasons. seasons. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. If you want a show that's like Ted Lasso, where it makes you feel good, yes. it makes you smile, you love everybody, that's the only competition show that is like that. Yeah. Because Great British Baking Off, delightful, but it's gotten a little competition-y. This kind of harkens back to the early days of Bake Off. Yeah, but it also has Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman yeah. doing skits. That's exactly it. <laughs> it's great. They do improv with craft items. It's fantastic. Love it. This just turned into a bonus episode for making it. I mean, we should probably do a bonus episode. Also, they hate eliminating people. Yes. Like, there was one episode where they're like, nobody's getting eliminated. Next episode, nobody's getting eliminated. We're like, we're trying to keep you here. And then they brought two more people in <laughs> yeah. just to boot. Yeah. It's fantastic. All right, anyway. What what happened last time? Oh, yeah, yeah, if? yeah. What are we doing again? <laughs> All right. So in What If, episode five, What If Zombies? Bruce Banner <laughs> crashes to Earth to warn his fellow heroes about Thanos, but no one is there. Turns out Hank Pym brought back both a virus and a zombie bride from the quantum zone and turned the world into an undead war zone. Bruce finds other surviving Avengers, including a YouTube star Spider-Man, and the group goes to find help. They make their way to mystical New Jersey. But, is it a, but it is a trap set by Vision to feed his very own zombie witch, Swanda. 
We are left wanting more when we see zombie Thanos ready to snap. You know, I'm surprised nobody sent us zombie names. Guys. Me too. Comment below is a serious thing. That is a call to action. <laughs> and you know what it is? I think people are like, but people have asked like, where, where, where yeah. do we comment below? <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah. I feel like we need to like listen to these episodes and pick out the things we tell them to comment below about and then actually post them as real questions. Yeah, that's the thing we should do. They're like, we're calling you to action to let us call to action. Yeah, they're like, you guys hardly post anything. (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) We're getting better at it, guys. Hey, there's a picture of us in leaves today. (laughs) That was cute. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right, spoilers ahead. We're going into (laughs) episode six. I like these. I really like these simpler spoiler alerts that you've been doing. Yeah, spoiler. I mean, come on. I can't seem to wrap up a spoiler alert. No, you can't. (laughs) I feel like you. that's the most you have anxiety for in episodes is like, how do I say it? When do I say it? Absolutely. So spoilers are coming, guys. I love that. It's why we're our yin and yang and the other yang. Let us officially take a bite of what if episode six. Stop. You're going to say what if again, aren't you? <laughs> what if Killmonger <laughs> rescued Tony Stark? Ah, Stony Tark. Stony Tark, baby. All right. So as tradition from the last five episodes we've been doing this, we like to talk about the voice cast in this because we have our MCU people in this new animated form, but not everybody returns and it's interesting to see why and for why. <laughs> so the- why? <laughs> The cast represents a really fun blend of Iron Man and Black Panther casts, including the return of Bozeman, one of his few remaining performances. I, I do, I'm not sure how many more he has, because I feel like we kind of thought it was like one, maybe two, and then Marvel's just like, nope, get ready, you're going to keep oh, seeing yeah. him, which is fantastic. Oh, absolutely. But it's just like, oh my God. And it's like every episode we said in the last one, and we said prior to that, it was oh, like, yeah. this is a beautiful final line that he did as his character. And then he tops it every time. And yeah. it's like, oh my God. I, I'm, oh, it's great. I know, but it's just evil tricks. And I feel like listening back, we're always like, so this was a really wonderful way to honor Chadwick Boseman. And it's so, like, wait a minute, yeah. there's another <laughs> wonderful way. Okay, this one. If you know the correct answer to how many more performances he has, not that I, I wish, I'm, I'm hoping that he's in the rest of them. But if you know, let us know. That way I can stop being like, this is his final performance. Yeah, this <laughs> is a lesson not. in us not making such declarative statements. All I the time. don't like lying to you guys. Agreed. <laughs> That's what it's boiled down to. We don't want to get... Misinformation is never a good thing. Plus, <laughs> it's a gift to have Michael B. Jordan get another opportunity at playing Killmonger, with the character getting some additional development, even in a compressed amount of screen time. Mike Wingert returned again to voice Iron Man. He played Iron Man in the previous, I believe, is episode three. In addition to that, there's some more MCU newcomers voicing some of the characters we know. So Pepper Potts is Beth Hoyt, and Shuri is, I'm going to butcher this name, I'm so sorry, Ozmia Akaga, how do you say it? Looks like Ozioma Akaga. There you go. That name. <laughs> I knew I was going to butcher it. It's like I get so worked up about like, how do you say this? And then my mouth yeah, you, just it's like, it. yeah, you, you, you make yourself too nervous to actually get it out, even though if you probably just took your time and read it slowly, you would have been fine. 
Okay. I didn't need to get read like that. But I that's wasn't fine. reading you. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> Every once in a while at work, I'm like, okay, Derek, take a breath. Write this email slowly. There's no reason to be panic writing an email. So that's my advice to you. I'm sharing and I'm giving you a shared experience and saying that you're not alone. It also doesn't help that all of your keyboards sound very manic. Okay, well, because <laughs> they're so coming, loud. <laughs> he's coming at me for getting a mechanical keyboard. Yes, it's pink. Yes, it has mint green keys. Yes, it lights up in a beautiful pastel rainbow. And yes, it is very loud. But I will say this. Guess who bought himself a mechanical? Well, actually asked for one as a gift. Hey, but mine, pretty much immediately after. Okay, mine isn't that loud. <laughs> and it's black. And it has Thor's hammer as the escape key. <laughs> he is leaving out the fact that he did take a couple of my extra pink keys and put them on. But that's Whatever. fine. Whatever. All right. Episode oh, no, six. I want to say this, though. <laughs> of course, of course, the gooper of them all, Gwyneth Paltrow, wouldn't come back. She didn't even remember that she was in Spider-Man. Well, she wouldn't have known she was in That's it That's what anyway. I'm saying. Yeah. They I were mean, like, also, don't bother, don't bother. I'm trying to, like, picture her voice acting in this. Like, I don't know if it would be good. And that's not, like, really a dig at her. I, I don't really particularly care for her, but it's just like, does she have the voice for voice acting? Like, maybe is that why some of these people aren't back? But then they did let Sebastian Stan do it. So I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know either, but Noah said tonight, the library is open. He is reading. <laughs> All right. Episode six. <laughs> so after our trip to a bleak zombie filled reality last week, this week brings us to the events of MCU opener Iron Man, where the omnipotent and omni watching watcher asks, what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? I will preface this episode with saying, I thought we were going to have a really nice bromancy episode with these two being best buds after the last three episodes just being just kind of heavy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like if there's one thing that What If has taught me, it's like, you know, that's saying that like people change. This has taught me that they do not. It's like no matter what reality you're in, you're still basically the same. True. but It's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Peggy Carter was always like heroic, no matter what reality. Mm-hmm. T'Challa will always be giving and looking out for everyone and trying to create peace. And it's like Killmonger will always be Killmonger. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what makes him a great character, though. Like, I'm glad. I mean, in hindsight, I'm just kind of like, it makes me sad to know that, oh, Killmonger is dead in the MCU, though. So it's like. Mm. He's he's such a cool villain, and for the longest time, the MCU had kind of okay villains. Like, really wasn't any ma- majorly standout-ish ones, especially, I mean, Malekith from Thor the Dark World, come on. But, you know, Killmonger came around, it was like, oh, this guy is bad, but mm. he's great. Yeah. Like, he seemed like he would be a really good long foil or an antagonist for... Black Panther in the comics, it took him years in real time and in comics for him to finally like overcome Killmonger. So it was like, oh, he's gone so quickly. Yeah, I think in the MCU, he felt like a real person. Right. You know what I mean? Rather than like some sort of godly character or, or... CGI mess. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I see that. But it's just like, you know, this episode of What If is just showing another way of him, you know, getting what he wants. Getting what he wants. Exactly. Right, exactly. This reality branches off from the main MCU early during the first Iron Man. Killmonger 
who's still serving as a U.S. Navy SEAL at this point in the timeline, saves Tony from the Stark Industries missile that would have embedded shrapnel near his heart. Hence, him going on the long journey of becoming Iron Man. And can I just say that Stony Tark looks kind of odd. I, I, I think there was like, I, you know, we saw him in the one where everybody was getting killed, all the Avengers. I'm like, he looks like Robert Downey Jr., but there's something off about him. He's like the only one that I feel that way. It's like, maybe, I think maybe the nose is turned up a little bit. Yeah, there's something woodland about his <laughs> nose and mouth area. It's sort of chipmunkian. You look like a nymph. Yeah. <laughs> I almost like, I mean, is there a thing that if it's like, you know, you if I'm not giving my voice, you can't make the character in my likeness? No. I mean, Disney slash like, Marvel owns these people's faces. Because <laughs> like Pepper didn't really look like Gwyneth Paltrow either. Yeah, but Gwyneth Paltrow kind of just looks like a normal looking woman like there's nothing like distinctly characteristic excuse me eyes <laughs> no oh, yeah she has those i forgot blonde hair she's supposed to have red hair <laughs> she does have blonde hair in the movie though oh yeah that's right that's what I mean. yeah 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 <laughs> what are you coming for me for we gotta get yelled at <laughs> so this erases tony's journey to becoming iron man and he remains a total jerk as opposed to the slightly less of a jerk in the main MCU A jerk time. for justice. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and kicks off a bromance between him and Killmonger. For now. They had to show us the I am Iron Man scene. Because we haven't seen enough death this year in this show. Slash in the other MCU stuff. They had to show it. There was like a little montage of like, oh, well, he didn't go down this way. But it, they showed it. I'm like, okay. They just love showing our heroes die. Don't forget how good they were. Because they're gonna disappoint you. <laughs> the one, the Wakanda outcast becomes Stark Industries' new chief security officer, and Happy's obviously not happy <laughs> about that one. Which he immediately uncovers Obadiah Stane's plot to assassinate Tony with the Ten Rings terrorist group, earning him the super fast promotion because he was just promoted in the same speech at the same event slash press conference <laughs> as. Chief Operating Officer, so COO. Well played, Killmonger. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I love this thing that happens in like movies and television shows where like people who have never worked at a place somehow have a button that puts whatever files they want people to see on all TV screens everywhere. Oh, he had that slideshow ready in his pocket. Oh my God, he pocket. was up all night working on that PowerPoint. Yeah. And then he had the magic button that just, spreads it everywhere yep i mean oh. that's that's when i was like super suspicious of him i was like that's weird because even earnhardt she was like uh why were you there right because you were 400 clicks, clicks. i don't i don't know how long slash far the distance of one click is so i'm, I'm assuming it's far because i never can quantify that also 400 just seems like a lot <laughs> if it was 400 so, miles that's still a lot yeah 400 feet's Kind of a lot, almost. Sure. 400 <laughs> bagels is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At an after party and a drunk Stark falling head over heels for Killmonger, Pepper turns to Rhodey to dig up anything on Killmonger, but there isn't anything aside from just slightly like a sprinkling in his record of killing, which is, I guess, fine. Because he was contracted to do that, and the military said yes. It's something like like liquid something or other, right? Or didn't they say that? I don't know. Oh, they could have. Yeah, 
Yeah, she tried. She tried <laughs> right from the beginning. She was like, I don't know. But the thing is, it's also like, like, why aren't you like Tony? WTF? Well, he's also drunk right now, though. Like, no, but I, but even at the press conference, he's just like giving promotion and promotion and promotion, just like yeah, you know what I mean. But he never went through that like humbling journey of like taking shrapnel away from his heart to where he's. Just... Yeah, I mean, I I get it, but I don't get it. Oh, I was like, you do. <laughs> I get what you just said, but I don't get why he does this. I mean, it's like Happy's been sitting there for how many years, and and he's like, excuse me, how dare you? Yeah. You know, and Pepper's just like, I don't trust him. Yeah, she's super suspicious of him right off the jump. Whilst still drinking, Tony takes Killmonger to his robo-lab. That was a fun sentence to write and say, just saying. <laughs> Conveniently, Killmonger developed an anime-inspired plans for an automated combat drone for his dictatorial thesis. I ran out of breath on that one, I'm sorry. It was passion. Thank you. Project Liberator. So, of course, again, it's like, you just have something for everything. You're obviously making plans, you're playing chess, Oh yeah, and all the pieces are falling into place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's playing chess, but guess what? He's on both sides of the board, and he's controlling both people, and he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. He's real clever, man. Yeah. Tony is a smart guy, but, like, come on. I mean, this this dude was just offered a job, and he's like, oh, by the way, let's build a giant robot for funsies. (laughs) This is why I trust no one. Yeah. Anybody new that comes into your life when you're that age? Nuh-uh. They want something. <laughs> well, especially with, if your tax bracket. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's what, like, this is the thing that I just get like kind of annoyed with. And I know he's drinking and stuff. And like he, his life was just saved. So I bet there's a lot going on in his head. That's a very shallow excuse I'm trying to give him. But like Pepper Potts is hired to specifically make sure that these people don't get close to you. Don't take advantage of you. And you're not listening to her. Like, I know you love her, but like, also let her do her job. Yeah. And if you love her, then that should be even more of a reason for you to let her do her job. Guess not. Yeah, I'm telling... Stony. So, cue techno dubstep montage of building this Liberator robot. I did like that. Yeah. I love a montage. I mean, so far in phase four, if we're going to go over uh, like montages that were great, there's only two I can think of. This one and the one in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of is up there with for me. Yeah. That one had some heartwarming scenes built into yeah, it. It was becoming Captain America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this, this episode, mm, you know, felt like more of a political thriller to me than anything. So I was like down for this little break of not thrilling politically. With a dubstep montage. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Like that. They need a new power source. Tony mentions maybe a mini arc reactor while touching his chest. That's a little little Easter egg they did there. But Killmonger suggests they use vibranium as a power source. And Tony decides to enlist Colonel James Rhodes, War Machine, to get more from black market arms dealer and dirtbag Ulysses Claw. Ulysses? 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 Ulysses. Ulysses? Anyway, dirtbag, shitbag. I don't yeah. like him. Hate him. But Andy Serkis, you know, he's great. So, look. Look at this. Killmonger, of course, has all the answers. He knows everything, right? And then, Tony Stark puts his good friend in harm's way, sends him to a evil arms dealer? No way. Yeah, I want, yeah. Not cool, man. It's yeah, this is but this is where it's like 
kind of why I never liked Tony Stark in the comics, because he was always kind of like that. In the MCU, he trimmed it down a bit, and he was just more like, I don't know, I'll crack some jokes at you type of thing. But he always like kind of did things like this, and I was just it, this was just like, oh, I this is why I like never could read it. Mm. Iron Man comic. Yeah, it's like his ego drives all his decisions. Yeah, he's just kind of a dirtbag sometimes, and he does shit like this, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry you got hurt. It's like, yeah, that's what happens, man. You yeah. put good people in front of bad people, and bad things happen. With a person who's basically a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> this results in an awesome appearance by Black Panther, who takes out Claw's goons in a perfect Black mm. Panther fashion. However, it's all part of Killmonger's plan, of course. Oh, you guys. Like, come on. I know Killmonger has swag and he is just really entertaining to watch. But, like, in this scene, Rhodes was calling for him. Killmonger, do you see this? Killmonger, do you see this? There's nobody else on these comms as well. Killmonger's nowhere to be found. This dude likes to kill for a living. It's all red flags everywhere. It's in his name. I want to say this was probably the most frustrating thing about this episode because I think maybe because the pacing was so short, it's very condensed storytelling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot happens. Well, we we already know. We know that he's bad. Yeah. It's one of those things like the audience knows, but nobody else knows except for a select few in the show. So it's kind of like, oh, God, you keep putting these people in these situations where it's like it's not going to turn out well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like in any drama when... You know, the nice character, the one character you actually like is alone in the house and then the killer comes in and you're like, no, don't tell me that they're going to kill him. And sure enough, they kill him. Yep. Welcome. And you're frustrated and angry (laughs) and saying this is a bullshit. (laughs) In the end, if you loved this Black Panther scene, it ends with Killmonger murdering his cousin T'Challa and Rhodey via Sonic Blast. Got a (laughs) woo-woo. That's... I'm like, so I asked Derek this and I'm just curious, like, so I, I'm, I guess for people that might've lost their hearing later on, but it's like the descriptors on there, I'm always curious if it's like easy to tell, like if you've never heard these noises before, do you know what I mean? It's like sonic blast noise. It's like, well, that's interesting, right? I think any descriptor though helps to add atmosphere and place the person who's hearing impaired in the scene. Yeah. So... For us, it might not make sense, but maybe for someone, it's welcome. It's kind of like when you're reading, right? That's true. You're reading a book. You have to process everything with your own senses and your imagination. Yeah. I'm just curious because I'm always just like, huh, okay. Yeah. It's just like interesting also how these people that subtitle these things, how they name things Mm -hmm. of like what's happening. Oh, yeah. Mystical music. Yeah. Sonic blast noises. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I like when it says something like speaking in Wakandan. It's right. like, well, I guess it's just, I know it's another language. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this puts Stark Industries at odds with Wakanda, obviously. I wasn't ready to have T'Challa die or see the funeral in this. And it makes me kind of scared for Black Panther Wakanda forever. Ooh. Because it's like, I think there's that extra added because obvi- they're, obviously they're going to play tribute to Chadwick Boseman in mm-hmm. it because they also have to explain how his character is not there anymore or they don't. But assuming they do, it's like, ooh, like even just that short little funeral scene, even though they didn't know he was actually going to pass away, it was just like, oh, that's kind of it's beautiful at the same time because it has that extra meaning. But 
still like, geez, come on, guys. Yeah, I know. I think it's really sad. And, you know, if I know we spoke about this before, but like, I don't know if this is the last Chadwick Boseman episode or performance, at least in What If. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad that we saw him die on screen. It was beautiful. We got a funeral. Yeah. But I don't know. It felt better when he was riding off to try and save the Earth from zombies or when he was saving the galaxy and stopping intergalactic wars and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I know he comes in later in this episode, but I'm going to say, but I think there is at least one more because I think in that mid-season trailer they released, I saw him with Strange Supreme and... Captain Carter. Mm. So I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that we're getting some like weird reality jumping Avengers team mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, one thing, I mean, you would probably know this better than I do. One thing that Tony Stark said is he said, um, oh yeah, two bad pops used up all the vibranium during the war. Right. And is that MCU standard? Or Yeah, he's the one that made Captain America shield. Right. I think yeah, that's what I thought, but I was like, oh, that's sort of interesting if this is a like this it could be the same timeline as the Peggy Carter timeline because his father built I guess then he would have made an Iron Man. He would have already known the drone. Forget it, I take it back. Maybe. But I mean it could no, because that Peggy Carter stuff happened way in the past before he was born. So Right. Because he was like, Oh, my dad used all the vibranium. I was like, Oh, he built that what was it, the Hydra Stomper. Well, that was the vibranium that they knew existed. Because uh, remember Wakanda's hides themselves from right. the world so but they have an entire mountain of oh vibranium. no 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 yes i i know that i'm just saying like of what he knows his father used it all right is all of it because it takes place in the timeline with peggy carter and he built the hydra stomper out of it and her shield oh yeah maybe. that's what i'm saying yeah it could be i have no idea i don't know i'm trying to piece these together but <laughs> they're probably all completely separate <laughs> i mean i think at this point though even if it was in the same timeline i don't think that peggy carter would have been brought back slash cap been unfrozen at this point oh yeah so we'll see i don't Mm, know mm, mm. i guess we'll have to see anyway at first it seemed like killmonger was going to get away with killing Rhodey and t'challa and cold blood however he was not aware that tony had the technology to watch what was going on thanks to jarvis so we got a little paul bettany in here r.i.p wandavision (laughs) (laughs) our first true Marvel series love. I, I miss that show. Me too. I feel like that's the one show where I'm just like, you know, I could rewatch or I want more of. I agree. You know? Same. Same. Just great. It just had a really good balance of drama, but mystery. comedy and mystery and Elizabeth Olsen. Oh. Yeah. It was great. Wanda. <laughs> yeah. Agatha. <laughs> so Tony realizes Killmonger was responsible for Rhodey and T'Challa's deaths. Peppa tried to warn you, I'm just saying. But his stupid attempt to stop Killmonger with a Liberator drone fails, and Tony is slain via shoulder spear stab wound to his shoulder. <laughs> I think shoulder he stabs twice. him in the in the stomach, too, because he, like, pulls up that little dagger knife. Oh, he could have. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, listen, Tony, you're not a fighter. Release the drone and leave the room. Yeah, I mean, he kind of, that's why I said stupid. It was just like, why I, like, you. Uh. Exit stage left. Yeah, like, just have that stuff close and step out. Yeah. Like, leave. Yeah. He even said, Killmonger was like, you've never lifted a finger. Like, what are you going to do? 
Killmonger knew? Yeah. Dummy. Listen to him. Also, take away the vibranium spear maybe first before, because vibranium and vibranium can yeah. hurt each other. Just a couple of little things you could have thought about before you went into it, Tony. Look. Yeah, so we get to watch Tony Stark die again. Oy. Hello. Welcome. Oh, and they're loving sh- shooting things through shoulders and what if. That's yeah. like their favy thing. Yeah. Got two times in the last episode. Yep. Ridiculous. The tensions build up even more between Wakanda and the U.S., so the U.S. military takes over Stark Industries and intends to send an army of liberators to the isolated African nation. Like, how quick they are to go to war is pretty uncanny. I'm going to say that was probably the most realistic thing in this episode. Just going to put that out there. (laughs) Everyone's just jumping into things. They are all (laughs) not looking before they leap. Even going back to Tony Stark, just entrusting Killmonger right off the bat and giving him tons of promotions. Yep. Once at Wakanda, Killmonger betrays and murders Claw. Finally, good murder. Just, yeah. Just saying. Supreme. Then uses the armed dealer's body to earn the Wakandan's trust. He did the same in Black Panther, but T'Challa was alive and in that reality and successively fought back against his cousin's coup. T'Challa's gone now, so I knew that that was not going to be good because who knew how this would play out. And it does not play out well. Does not. From what we see, at least. (laughs) Although two smart women, Shuri's a little young in this, so, but two smart women have warned people and nobody listens. Wakanda is supposed to be better. Like, Shuri was even just like, I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, this complete, again, stranger waltzes into the throne room or whatever it is. And T'Chaka's like, oh, yeah, you're back. I recognize you. Sure, here's whatever you want. Yeah, we'll fight them. It's fine. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. I mean, in in this universe, T'Chaka is probably definitely like feeling guilty because he killed his brother slash Killmonger's dad. So it's like, that's the only thing I can attribute it to. But it's just like, you can't trust him. But it's just like, his son is trying to do the same things that his dad did. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Also, listen, listen, in the real world, you go on Maury Povich, you get a couple of blood tests done, and then you proceed with the family reunions. In the meantime, who knows who he is? (laughs) Well, T'Chaka accepts Killmonger without reservation and further integrates himself by stopping the American Liberator forces. Shuri. <laughs> horses. Horses, you guys. It's so annoying. Like, it's great, and I love this final act, but it's just like, guys. Uh, he just on. keeps tricking everyone. Right. Shuri, again, is having doubts about Killmonger because he wants to let the robots in the shield. His butts. I mean, that's oh. just, not in his butts. Robots in his butts. <laughs> but like, come on. Even Shuri was like, what do you mean let him in the shield? Yeah. You guys have a shield. We've kept the shield on for hundreds of thousands of years. And then Killmonger walks in and we're like, raise it up. Let the drones in. <laughs> what? What? I don't care how many amazingly cool armored rhinos you have. You don't do that. And those really cool parts of your clothes when you. Oh, the shields. Like shield. Yeah, that was really cool. I forgot that what was that fire. I forgot what they were called, what they're called. Anyway, they, I mean, they're in the Black Panther movie. I'll have to rewatch that just so I can... Badass. Yeah, jog my memory. So what do they do? <laughs> Listen to this outsider's plan and let the robots walk right into Wakanda, where they do lose signal from headquarters, but Killmonger 
ever the planner reactivates them because that's his plan the whole time. He's always got a clicker. The climactic battle against the Liberators looks great, especially Okoye and Queen Romanda. Great. Mm-hmm. Love the scenes with them. I yep. love that you got to see the Queen actually in action in this one. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But it lacks any real stakes. Like, there's no real effort made to mask the fact that Killmonger is staging his invasion as a means to further his conquest in Wakanda. That's, the, again, that was just the thing that I kind of just had an issue with because it was like, we knew the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. That's exactly it. So the, any, a good part of any story like this is the tension, the questioning of who you can trust. And right off the bat, you could not trust him. So all it was was watching him kill more major characters than died in Endgame. It's like insane. Mm. And, it's, and then it's like the shock value of it isn't there. And so this entire fight, although the fight is cool, you're watching it, the animation's great. You're going, all right, I'm watching him trick another person that I love. Well, I'm watching him take him, advantage of yeah, them. Yeah, we saw him reactivate them. You know what I mean? It was just like, okay, like we get his plan. But it was one of those things where it's like, this is such compressed storytelling where it was yeah. like, it all happened so fast, but there was never a moment where you had to doubt what you knew. Right. Exactly. And I was like, that, like, with what if I kind of, yes, Killmonger's in a different situation, but yeah, he's kind of still doing the same thing. Right. Just faster. So it was right. like, okay. It was great. I still, I liked the episode. It's just, I think some of the storytelling can get kind of a little iffy. But we'll see. I mean, they're never going to run out of things to tell. I mean, literally, they can change one thing and an entire story can come from that. So we'll see. It is hard to believe that T'Chaka wouldn't see this double cross coming from his nephew after killing his brother for the same exact reasons. Wakanda's king may have held to the nation's isolationist (laughs) (laughs) tendencies for too long, but he's no fool. I never saw him as a fool. And you know what I mean? It was like he saw his brother doing that and he had his brother killed for it. That's what I'm saying. Again, I'm just, I just want to like hit that point home and I'm going to stop talking about it. If that. a stranger <laughs> comes over for Thanksgiving dinner, I'm going to be like, who is this person? If a stranger who comes over for Thanksgiving dinner is whose dad I killed, I'm going to be like, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> well, right. It's like you, you think that he doesn't know that you at least killed like come on right yeah and it's like one of those things where it's like okay let's suspend belief you know it's a show people aren't going to make good decisions but these are like high ranking rich inventor smart king people it's like they obviously made good decisions why now in this one situation are they making just dumb dumb decisions yeah i think it's just one of those things where it's like guilt and depression and anxiety and drinking and stuff like that it's like i guess really would just in this situation be like doesn't matter I don't know. I, I feel like he's probably guilt, felt guilty. He should feel guilty, but I don't think that he should not be smart about his decisions. Meh. Yeah. Even when you have Shuri, which is like one of the smartest people. 12-year-old planet, genius. Right. <laughs> saying, hey, I don't agree with that. Whatever. Look, sometimes you just got to go with vibes. I don't get a good vibe from them. Done. <laughs> Trust your instincts, people. <laughs> And according to plan, the Wakandans defeat Killmonger's robots, all while saving Okoye to boost his cred. So, it's all going to plan. With T'Challa gone, T'Chaka allows Killmonger to become the new Black Panther. Gross. 
The Watcher does look disappointed by this. We see a, a shot of Killmonger standing on the cliff, very Lion King-like, I mm-hmm, want to say. Mm-hmm. And you see the Watcher, and he does not look happy. Yeah, the Watcher is like, oh, brother. But you pointed out something. You haven't said it yet, so I'm just going to say it for you. <laughs> it's that well, you said that we can see the Watcher more. Because yes. before it was just the outline of him and his eyes, and now it's like, we can see his a clothes. body. Yeah. We can see, you know, it's like, it's interesting. It's like he's getting closer to yes. intervening. He's no longer an outline in the clouds. I want to know what he's going to intervene with. Like, what is the one he thing? He almost intervened, Doctor Strange. Almost. Yeah, because that was so sad. Yeah, but then by the end, he was like, oh, are you going through the worst possible thing imaginable? I'm going to do this sick burn on you because it's like, like you fixed Christine, dude. Yeah. <laughs> when someone's going through something, don't like lean in and be like, oh my God, this sucks so bad. Bye. Your fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God, your problem. <laughs> your hands, your problem. <laughs> Sad. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. He's just trapped in his jewel of sadness. Yeah. How does he get out of it? Anyway. <laughs> the Watcher. <laughs> Probably. Killmonger encounters his cousin in the astral plane and T'Challa warns him that his stolen power will be his downfall. It's true. I mean, listen to your astral projected Black Panther cousin. Yeah. He, he literally has no, no stakes now or no reason to lie to you. He's already dead. He's supposed to be a guide for you. He's guiding you to stop doing what you're doing. Doesn't work out that way. No. It does not. Mm-mm. And, um, you know, he was just right. And uh, he has a heart of gold. So you should always trust him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On this plane or the next. Yeah, he's almost certainly right. Because Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is determined to wipe out Wakanda. So that's great. Shuri comes to Pepper Potts with proof that Killmonger murdered Tony and T'Challa. Poor Rhodey doesn't even get a mention. I mean, he was at least friends enough with. Tony Stark for him to be like, hey, Rhodey, can you go do this favor for me? Can you go deal with this dirt bag for me? Come on. Doesn't even get a mention. How dare you guys? Rude, and the yes. pair set out to reveal the deeds to the world. When will we get to see conclusions to some of these stories? Absolutely never. I'm, I think that might be it because I'm, the, the comics, they were like that. It just left them because they couldn't keep going with the stories, obviously, but it's like, I think in a format like this, you kind you have to like, if you set something like that up, it's like, oh, so Killmonger's just Black Panther. Yes. And now these two people have to try to expose that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that is my frustration with this entire series. It's is, kind of good, but it's, they're too short. It's not good. <laughs> it's frustrating. It's like, I might've said this in, the, in our last episode. It's like part of the fun of these stories of these MCU stories is yes, there's the horrible thing that happens, but then there's the joy in the good guys winning the fight. It's like, we never get that full arc. Yeah. Maybe it's like a infinity war end game thing where it was like, where it's like infinity war did not end great. And then you had to wait like a year to <laughs> get some peace. You might still lose some people along the way, but it will get there eventually. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's curious. I feel like there's three options again. It's either the by the next three episodes, all of this ties together somehow. I don't think it's going to be able to really tie up all these loose ends with the last six episodes. Or we wait till season two to get a part two of some of these. Or we just never get them. 
That's really the only options I can see happening. So I mean, like, is anybody else frustrated by this? In the world, comment oh, below. You're, you're talking. Yeah. I was like, are you talking to me? Talking to everyone. <laughs> Am I the only one? Maybe it's because I have to talk about it so in depthly. Like that's what's like <laughs> driving me wild. Everybody's like, I just watched it. It was fine. <laughs> Calm down, dude. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, I think the next thing we do cover is not going to be Marvel based for sure. <laughs> so we'll 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 you'll see what that is. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, totally how know what dare you? We totally know what we're covering. Yeah, we <laughs> absolutely know. One hundred percent, definitely already started recording it. <laughs> please note we're lying i will say that although we don't get the play out of pepper and shuri coming together i did like the final lines of the watcher here because this to me felt like a tribute to chadwick boseman he said heroes are never really gone they live forever as do the ones they inspire to carry on the fight Mm, that's great yeah that's probably one of his better ones he he does have some wisdom that uatu he's like hey guys listen to this goodbye it's like, who are you talking to us? Who's this weird. for? It's like some weird fourth wall breaking that's happening. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all a fable. All these what if episodes are just an Aesop fable. Probably. Right? Put it past those All watches. right. I think we figured it out. Okay. We're fine with it now. All right. Let's move on to the special segment, shall we? <laughs> sure. <laughs> this is another uh, part 2984 of what? things that make you go, what? What? I don't know. <laughs> that made me go, what? Exactly. That that's the segment. segment. <laughs> <laughs> so you've heard of snail mail but have you ever heard of snail spa no no okay good <laughs> do you think it would make you say what um <laughs> while the treatment might not be fast it sure is slimy in japan oh, no. korea england and more places you can pamper yourself <laughs> by letting gorgeous gastropods glide gaily on your face <laughs> Shut up. That was fire. That was was a sentence. (laughs) Do you all like alliteration? But I do like how you were like, in this place, this place, and many other places. And many other places. Yeah, because when it first came out, it was really seen in Japan, and then it was seen in Korea, and then it was seen in England, and now it's kind of all over the world. Mm -hmm. So, and more. Anyway, the snail slime, also known as mucin is known to have anti-aging benefits and contain proteins, antioxidants, and hydraulic acid, which help skin retain moisture, reduce inflammation, and remove dead skin. Okay. During these snail facials, snails are placed all over your face with a snail technician oh. monitoring, making sure that the snail's trail doesn't go into your nose holes. What? So the snail treatments cost a few hundred dollars, depending on the spa, and can last up to two hours. Now that is premium slime time. Okay, I have three things right up. No, like five things right up. Okay, let's that. go. <laughs> okay, one, a snail technician, not a real job. No, that I is... made that up. Oh, okay. They're just people that work at spas. <laughs> well, but they have to deal with snails. Well, that's true. No, that is true. Do they get like, I don't know, creepy crawly pay on top of that? Come it must on. be a bonus. <laughs> or maybe it's for the love of the snail. No, no way. Also, you know, you didn't have me at snails. You don't have me at a couple hundred dollars. You definitely don't have me for two hours of no. these things crawling over. If it takes more than 30 minutes to get something to make me look pretty, it's not worth that. And you got to see. I, if I'm going to pay that much, it better be instantaneous. Right away. The second the snail gives you a little snail smooch, you're gorgeous. Right. It happened in yeah. Adventure Time. Why can't it happen here? <gasps> True. Yeah. Come on. When So 
in a video I saw of it um, oh. being performed in Japan, there were small snails. I saw a recent one. This guy in Jordan does it. They were huge. Is it just like one giant snail for your face? It was like two or three. Oh, that's they were too big. giant. Yeah, but tiny ones would freak me out. It's like, don't go into any of my holes. That's the point of the snail technician. Like, most of my holes are on my head. Yeah. Don't go in yeah. Them. Very true. Yeah. So, um, I mean, people do things. But listen, these snails have great lives. Well, it actually, you know, it started in ancient Greece. They would crush the shells and use the slime okay so this is way better yeah they eat beautiful organic leafy greens and then they just crawl around on your face yeah i mean i love snails and slugs i think they're great i don't want them on me no i'm with you i actually got featured on um um net net geo shared my um my video of <laughs> okay i'm not <gasps> i like, remember do, that do you remember the 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 slugs coitling having sex yeah they they shared it though that was cool it was crazy you should dig that up again I'll see if I can post find it. it. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's it's insane. If you want to see something that will like, not if this didn't make you say what, look up slugs sex having intercourse. It's no, don't look up slug sex. Sorry, <laughs> be more scientific with it. <laughs> slug doing it. All right, yeah, do that. It's <laughs> insane. It's alien. It I is really weird. Woo. All right, well, we'll leave you on that note. Have fun. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to a bite of artwork and editing by our own Noah. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at a bite of pod and on Facebook at a bite of. If you have questions, recommendations, or just want to say hi, you can email us at a bite of pod at gmail.com. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate and review to spread the word. Hope you join us next time on a bite of. Bye. <music>